Lime Duh. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's do it again, baby. <laughs> Hello. changing my lifestyle. I'm four or five women every day of my life. Welcome to the Comedians of Wrestling Podcast, the podcast where comedians are dissected listening to an unhealthy degree. Thanks for nothing. Okay. You're All dismissed. Right. Bye-bye. I'm your host, the host with the most viral stand-up about professional wrestling day. Black Shots AKA Lansky uh, Black Amora AKA Donnie Wrestling <laughs> Donnie Wrestling <laughs> AKA the modern day goof and spoof Haraja WWE Champion Jinder Bale Coming at you like Cleopatra Baby Baby Gubba 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 we that's G-A-B-B-A-W-E. Gabba-gabba-wee. 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 Yeah, this girl, she's mine and awesome. Then she's fine. Becky. Coming at you, Becky Lynch on the one-on-ones. Everybody, you got it. It's Tuesday. <laughs> oh man, coming at you like, wait, where am I at? <laughs> okay. You got it. Oh man, we are back in action for your satisfaction with all of our spicy, spicy, <laughs> we caliente wrestling reactions. By the way, you guys remember from last week, the new national anthem of America, right? Erase your mind. Now shake those hips. That's right. Coming off July 4th weekend, the new... Pull up your pants and do the muscle man dance. The muscle, the muscle, man, dance. <laughs> the muscle man dance is now... All right. Anyway, what's up? We're here at the Cal Podcast talking all things pro wrestling. And what I would say is a very awesome week of pro wrestling. I had a very yeah. good time watching. I'll see if the people agree. Um, before I introduce the room where it happens, a little Hamilton for you. Spicy. Uh, remember, you can support this podcast on patreon.com slash comedians of wrestling. We are grassroots. We are doing this podcast sans studio. We are in, out in the Zoom ether, rocking out in Coronaville. Uh, support the podcast. Go to patreon.com slash comedians of wrestling. Throw us a couple bucks. Show us that uh, you dig what we're doing, but we're not asking for handouts. We got tons of bonus content. We have our AEW NXT bonus episode coming out every Friday morning. Um, and also, we have the Cow Movie Club, uh, where Aaron, every Monday, we put out an episode where we watch and rate a movie with a pro wrestler in it. What movie is out this week, and what movie will we be watching next week, Aaron? Slime, by the way. <laughs> Aaron oh. opened the LaCroix, but with very inaudibly. The mic uh, doesn't could... really pick it up. Um, anyways, next week, we're watching a 2018 or 2019 comedy Classic. Classic called Chasing Molly that is now available on the official Cow Movie Club streaming platform Tubi uh, or Amazon Prime. Yeah, actually. Stars Kurt Angle. 
Yeah, Starcraft two. I've I officially made Tubi streaming service. One of my guys. Uh, yeah, it's pretty cool. <laughs> uh, it's a free streaming service where you could just watch Kickboxer and Bloodsport for free at any time. So I mean, mm-hmm. whoa, whoa, and uh, no holds barred. Absolutely, and Chasing Molly. The with- sequel. The sequel to Chasing Amy. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. With Kurt Angle. Mm-hmm. Kurt Angle Kurt plays Angle. Silent Bob. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> he plays a lesbian in the movie, actually. Absolutely. Um, and then what can Kurt they Angle watch does? this week? What was the episode from this week, Eric? Oh, this week we watched, oh my gosh, COVID-19 era classic, My Spy, starring Dave Batista, Dave Bautista, also available on Amazon Prime. Loved it. Newman, did you see it? No. Spoiler alert, one of us gave this movie five, a perfect score. So who was it? And spoiler alert for the Inside Out 2011 episode starring Triple H. One of us gave that movie five moves. So (laughs) we'll let you decide. (laughs) That was me. But uh, (laughs) it's Triple H talking about wanting pickles. pickles. Anyway, you heard Aaron Finnerty in the house, the first lady. And let me introduce him, the nasty one. He is a nasty, nasty boy. Nasty Newman. Welcome to the How About It Penitentiary. Wow. Lockdown. COVID. <laughs> round one still. What? Oh, yeah, I know, right? Still, still in the it's very It's not the, the second wave. wave. I don't know what people are thinking. It's we still the first, the first wave. wave. Um, Newman, let me ask you, what is the protocol for getting uh, – uh, uh, for, for when a, a new inmate arrives at the uh, How About It Penitentiary? You spray them down with like a delousing <laughs> yeah. agent. Right. Um, yeah. You know, you, you put their belongings in a little box, um, show them to your cell, and then you super kick them. <laughs> wow. Immediately for the super kick. They, you get oh, yeah. in the cell and you say, stand outside the door, right? Right, right. Stand outside the door, and then you, then you, uh, you pretend like you're all right, all right, and you pretend to walk away for a second. Psych, you right. come back, super kick him in, and then you lock the door. Walk right. to fucking how about it, city bitch? Right. Then exactly. you lock the fucking door. And you wow. do like you walk away, and you do one of these, like you stop, and you look back, <laughs> and then you hit him with the super kick. I actually have a recording of what you said to the last inmate. Wow, I thought that I thought that was unnecessary to make that uh uh you know religious thing. But anyway, um, <laughs> we're talking all things pro wrestling this week, and I think um in the rare uh, occasion, I'm gonna start at NXT um because uh Keith Lee is the new. Uh, unified. He's the double <laughs> champ. He is the North American champion, which he was going into the match against Adam Cole, but he is now also the NXT champion. They put, uh, well, what would we call him? Uh, Keith Lee? Uh, Keith Two Straps? Keith Doe Straps? Mm. <laughs> Bailey's line? Mm. Um, yeah, but Keith Lee is the champion, which is, uh, you know, it's it's huge. First off, I like that those belts are together because I don't see any difference between them, really. <laughs> uh, I, I never really had. But uh, Adam Cole with a historic uh, uh, run, you know? I mean, yeah. he, he had the title for, like, I don't know, 400 days or something like that. I haven't looked at the exact number, but definitely over a year. Um, and then they chose Keith Lee to be the guy to take it off of him. What do you, what do you, how do you guys feel about that? 
I love Keith Lee. I think it's yeah. Cool. I mean, is there a more in the context of wrestling that means that they're in love with this guy, right? If they're like, you get both belts, then they're they. It's like that. There's no other way to put it. They're in love with him. Well, it's interesting because he definitely feels he. It, it's interesting because the NXT is in this weird spot where. Your immediate implicate, like literally, when uh, you hear the news, you go like, "All right, so Cole's going up, right?" Right. I was going to ask, <laughs> "What is that about?" <laughs> and and that's like that's the interesting thing about NXT is that I I don't think that's going to happen. And they need more. They need more of the title moving around without it means somebody's just graduating. Right. You know, if they're going to be their own show for a while, it was really cool when it was the minor leagues of. WWF, which by the way, of the main roster, which by the way, it is, it still is, you know, I mean, Matt Riddle just got called up. Um, so like, and you know, he didn't even win the title over there. Like Vince still could just pull guys out of whim. He runs the show. So that still is there. Um, but, uh, yeah, but Keith Lee, I mean, NXT is now winning the ratings war seems to be, uh, last week they want, they had like. They had like a hundred, over a hundred thousand viewers more. So they must believe in Keith Lee to throw the strap on him. I, I'm, you know, he definitely deserves it. Yeah, I mean, I remember seeing him. I saw him a couple of years ago at P, PWG, and then yeah. sort of like to see him go from like in like the span of like three years indie wrestling to on television with two belts is crazy. I, I see it. I see like a lot of development with Keith Lee in terms of his personality and his comfort on television in the past year. And I think a lot of that comes from, it reminds me of just seeing my friends who are, you know, who are like, they're good at comedy and then they get some kind of validation and all of a sudden they're great just right. from the, the hat, you know, just from like here, handing the torch. And I think his big moments last year, uh, notably Royal Rumble and Survivor Series really, really gave him that boost to believe in himself because he's not a young yeah. guy. I think he's like 36, that you know, not that that's old either. I just mean in terms of wrestling, a guy who's like 400 pounds and 36, you know, right. um, but yeah, it's cool. They got him to hold the, the mantle and I think it's kind of, you know, I think it's, I think it's, it's, I think it's the right move. Um, I, I wonder, they showed a, a killer cross, I wonder if, you know, that that's interesting. They just showed a shot of him. I wonder what the feuds are with uh, with Keith Lee. And then I wonder kind of like, I, I guess I wonder what they look like. How do you get under his skin? He seems like such a likable guy. You know what I mean? How do you make him mad? Right. Hmm. You know, Man, I, you mess, I, mess with me a limb. That's how you make him mad. Right. That's what I'm saying. They told him me and Yim. It's like, I, I don't know exactly. We'll see where it is. But Killer Cross wrestling him. Killer Cross can't afford to just lose clean to Keith Lee at this point. But we'll see where it goes. This leads me into kind of the – but congratulations to Keith Lee. Um, de- uh, uh, well-deserving. A great wrestler. You know, love – I think wrestling needs more guys his size who can go like him. You know, it, he's he's awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, and he has a natural likability. He's a, He is one of the rare – Baby, you know, he is a natural baby face, you know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so um, he's very lovable. But and he's a big he's a big guy that wrestles without a shirt on. Oh, yeah, that's that. bonus points, too. Yeah, actually, yeah, I'm glad you said that. I, this was a thought I had. Obviously, this is the kind of thoughts that run through my head while I'm watching <laughs> wrestling. Because I was like, I think he is has his optimal look going. Right. I think he's right. wearing the right shorts. You know what I mean? 
Uh, right? I don't think I, I don't want to see straps on him. I like the full exposed bod and then yeah. the booty the, the with the longer short. It looks right on. It looks right. Yes. Yes. Uh, so anyway, basket is glory, everybody. Uh, congratulations. This leads me to my next point, which is that everyone knows that I already knew the I knew the result of this match already mm-hmm. because uh, last week I was looking up the card for this week on Wikipedia <laughs> and the, <laughs> this and you can hear me on the Patreon episode last week looking up the card for this week and spoiling it for myself while right before it I tell everybody that I saw that there are spoilers. They do exist for this, so be careful about it while I wow. click knowingly on the Wikipedia in real time. But, so I knew Keith Lee was the champion for the for a week. But Jericho, uh, <laughs> Jericho in full-on pro wrestling scumbag mode is uh, pulling a, a classic WCW of... Spoiling the other show uh, in the ratings war. So Jericho, I don't know. I haven't. I don't know if Chris Jericho. It's. I saw it on his Facebook. But Jericho wrote like he had an article that he posted that said like here's click on this for the results of next week's show. And he's made eventing on AEW on the counter programming. You know. Right. Right. But I don't know if it's Jericho has one of those things. You know, like sometimes someone who's like big has kind of like a news. You know, he kind of has like. Right, his own like it's a ChrisJericho.com, but it just kind of reports on all wrestling news, and he doesn't even run it. Right. Right. I didn't know if it was kind of like that, or he oh, was pettily doing it. Well, if it's his website, you would think that he has some control over the content that gets posted. Yeah, I mean, regardless of that, um, didn't they, did they make irregardless a word? Did I make this up? No. I think I saw an article saying that they put it in the dictionary. Really? Yes. I mean, that just goes to prove how all words are bullshit. <laughs> That's exactly what the some of us say here. Uh, here, look. Ir- regardless of what you think, irregardless is a word. NPR. <laughs> a day oh, ago. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> irregardless is now a word. <laughs> anyway... Don't judge well, it, me, Nguyen. It's but the but the er, yeah, ear the ear ir serves the same function as yes. less. It's it's redundant. Yeah, ear it's ear regard or regardless. <laughs> yeah. People are really mad about this. Many people find irregardless to be a nonsensical word as the er prefix usually functions to indicate <laughs> negation. However. Right. In this case, it appears to function as an intensifier. That's what the dictionary, that's what they said. It's not a real word. I don't care what the dictionary says, responds author <laughs> Michelle Ray, <laughs> who teaches English at Silver Spring, Maryland. You say regardless, regardless of the fact, she tells NPR Morning Edition. Irregardless means not regardless, and that's not what you're trying to say at all. So why, right. in what context, would irregardless make sense? I can't understand it. <laughs> wow. Um, uh, so anyway. Irregardless. Yeah. Irregardless. How would it work? What is the context where you were saying where you would say not regardless? I, I just naturally was going to use it and then remembered I'd seen this in passing. So I I was saying irregardless. Oh, what I was trying to say was that regardless if Jericho 
is posting it or not. That's what I was trying to say. So I was right. saying irregardless. But now that I say it, it sounds so stupid. Anyway, guy, right. I mean, we just lost. I see. I'm, I'm following this in real time. We lost a listener. The grammar uh, but, uh, police. <laughs> the grammar police. The grammar police and the, and the mask police. Mm-hmm. Uh, two, two, two functioning They're members in cahoots. of society. I did see on CNN. This is, I mean, this is irregardless of what we're talking about here. But uh, <laughs> I did see a guy on CNN, some sheriff in like I don't know where, like Arkansas or something, uh, and he was wearing like a cowboy hat, had the straight up like Wilford Brimley mustache. You saw this guy? No, I heard about that. CNN though. was interviewing him, and he's like, and he's like, yeah, like, uh. <laughs> They were like, so you're telling your your uh, constituents not uh, 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 to wear a mask? He's like, no, we're not the mask police. He's like, I wear a mask. I tell people to do it, but like, we're not the mask police. He's like, I take my mask. I wash it. I wash it. But uh, this guy, then the CNN woman would be, I don't even care what your political stance are. She would just be like, so you're saying you're not going to wear the mask? He's like, I see what you're doing. Like, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I already told you I'm not doing it. So what? What do you? What do you want to talk about? Like it's so funny. She's trying to stretch the segment to the length it's supposed to go. He's like, "We're not the mask police. You should wear a mask, clean it." But I'm not enforcing that. I'm not using my police officers to do that. Right. Like, All right. It was pretty funny. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, why would it? Why would a police officer want to enforce public safety? <laughs> I know. That's uh, a very good question that I don't. Know. Why, why? Why would they? Why would they why? want to? It was just funny because he wasn't trying to have the combo, and he kept. It, I right. love that. I see what you're doing. Then she was like, she brought up the president. She was like, "Yeah, the president." And he's like, "See, I didn't mention the president. You <laughs> did. I support him, but I didn't mention him." Anyway, uh, it was it was fun. Um, <laughs> you know, in these. Where was this times. at? I was on CNN. I'll find you the What's clip. I'll send these wait, but what city? What, where is this guy from? I don't know. I actually Probably don't like know. Georgia. I don't know where I could. I'll think about it. Um. I don't know, and I, I, I just was enjoying his energy, to be honest, because it was early morning. Um, <laughs> you know what yeah, I mean? that, that changes things. <laughs> yeah, it was just, I, I, yeah, I love it. Um, Ohio. It was it's Ohio? Ohio. All right. Yeah. Okay, but irregardless, I, 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 the, the Adam Cole, uh, uh, Jer- how do you feel about Jericho spoiling? Like, do you think that's a cool move? Do you care? Do you think it's pro wrestling to do that, you know? That's like strikes me as like an old school move. Like if the internet was a thing back in the day during the Monday Night Wars, this would have been happening every week. So it happened in the Monday Night Wars, the most famous time, right? Like on air, right? Yeah. And then they on Nitro were like, no reason to turn on Raw. Mick Foley wins the championship. Who cares? And then it backfired, and everybody turned on Raw. Uh, it's marked as the, uh, it's marked as, the it's like, don't where, look, it's like, don't look now. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. He's like Mick Foley winning the title was crazy to think right. at the time. Um, he's still, he, I mean, you know, he doesn't win any matches, you know, uh, if, <laughs> even if you watch that when he won it, it's the schmaziest thing you've ever seen in your life. It's triple H stone cold big show. They're all out there. And then he happens to pull Mick Foley onto the rock or whatever for the pin. All right. It's, it's great. You should watch it to tell people to turn over the channel. But I would say, I did, I think it had a similar effect here. I knew Keith Lee won and then I was more focused on that match than the Orange Cassidy Jericho match because I knew the title was switching. So I think 
spoiling results never gives you that don't watch result. Right. And it's also, it seems like even given the context of wrestling, it seems like slimy even for wrestling to yeah. do. Totally. Like uncharacteristically slimy of Jericho. And he's a slimy guy. He's but slimy. It's like, he is slimy. That, that seems like a different level of, of slime. Maybe he's just like trying it out. Like, how does this go? How do people take to this oh. level of sliminess? Um, try before you slime. Yeah. Many people say that what he's up to, he's calling this kind of behavior the Judas effect. Uh, mm. <laughs> uh, yeah. Mm. Uh, uh, but yeah, he also called out that, uh, if you remember, Moxley and uh, I don't remember his Ortiz. Um, I don't know if it was Pride or Powerful. But uh, uh, they had an eye for an eye match on um, on uh, Dynamite, and so now the right. Mysterio match versus Rollins is an eye for an eye match. So he's pointing out the stuff, but it's cool because Jericho's—he's going all in with with Jericho. Understands that there's no actual consequences in wrestling. Like right. the only thing that matters in wrestling is heat, you know. Right. And at this point, also, he's probably very comfortable knowing, like, if I never go back to WWE, I don't care. He's got his right. money. He could keep doing the cruise. Even if AEW failed, he could run a successful indie promotion. Like, he's fine. You know? He wrestled at wrestled, Mania 33 at a singles match against Kevin Owens. That's a great way to go out in WWE. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, Do you think there's a less than 100% chance that there's a COVID outbreak on his cruise? Oh, that would be like a super spreader for sure. A cruise. I don't think there's a less than 100% chance. No, not less than maybe more. <laughs> it's a hundred. It's at least a hundred percent guaranteed to happen. It just depends on how much. I mean, cruises are just like Ugh. COVID Petri dishes. My yeah. parents had a cruise scheduled for August and like, you know, they're not going obviously. They better uh, not. Yeah. Uh, no, it's, I'm sure it's canceled. But anyway, all right. Well, I I feel like uh, I I, th I think that it's it's just it, I I think because you don't get the intended result on it. I don't know, but it's kind of fun. It's it fits Jericho's gimmick to go all in on WWE. You know what I mean? So mm -hmm. it doesn't it doesn't bother me. But it's I, I agree. It's not like the coolest thing to do. Um, uh, okay. So have uh 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 okay. I want to talk about this. Shayna Baszler. Okay. Mm -hmm. This was a big – people were really into this. She filmed a match for main event. Um, yeah. You know, this is coming off her. And Becky also announced that uh, – I, I don't know if she announced, but I saw on the sheets, not totally verified. And by the way, people give me shit about looking at the oh, dirt sheets. Oh, regurgitating the sheets, Dan. Yeah, what does uh, this podcast become? <laughs> I got busted. What does this podcast become? <laughs> I become, I become, I become. Um, that Becky had said that she said she wanted to lose to Shayna at Mania. Um, I just want to point out, Dan, in your Facebook post about this, you used regardless correctly I in did? the post. Yes. So nice. tip of the cap from the grammar police. I don't really – I don't think I say regardless that much either. Uh, I think I'll spot it, but it, it does bother me that we would make a word that makes no sense a, an actual, a word, you know? But uh, then again, it does benefit a man like me who mm, is known mm -hmm. to uh, – veer from time to time not you know mm -hmm. not, not stray okay 
Veer off the vernacular. Okay, I'm not the. Uh, all right, I'm not gonna make a joke with that. But okay, anyway, here we go. So, uh, yeah. So Shayna Baszler. Vin, we I we also heard that Vince is not sold on her. That's what all the reporting was on it. What What do you guys think? Do you think it's good for Shayna to do that to be like kind of wrestling main event matches, or should she have stayed more high profile? And then also with wrestlers being let go at the rate they are, is it such a big devotion to wrestle on main event anymore, or is just everyone's gonna have to? Is it the current I mean, axel zone that it used to be? Well, we have to also, okay, so you have to properly contextualize it, right? Like they film, if you're on main event, that means right. that they, you're not on raw and instead you're filming your match while people are like filing in to the show. So you're like pre-opening match. Um, so what are the contexts? I forgot about it in that context. That's a great yeah. point. Yeah. So like it's whatever. So there has to be like what's there's has to be a parallel, right? Like it's like um, so is it a demotion or is it like well we want to have you work on stuff before it gets on TV or you know I don't know what the full context is, but it, I don't think it's good per se. And they're working with a limited talent pool because of the people right. who were furloughed or whatever right. fired. And because people are opting not to wrestle because of COVID. So, I mean, it kind of yeah, fills yeah. that space. Yeah, and I didn't think it was such like a big deal. Said, like, maybe it's like they want her to, like, work on stuff before she gets back in the picture. Right. So, I don't know. Yeah. And maybe I mean, she's they could also coming back from taking right. some time off or something. Right. But I do There's believe also that the Vince is not feeling her. I, I, I think that. that's true because because uh, because I wasn't feeling her run on the main mm -hmm. run. I don't think any of us were really thought it was killer. So uh, and uh, to be fair to her, some of the booking was weird. If you remember in the chamber, that was kind of her big moment, and that was booked for her to like just stand around for a while. Um, right. And and, and uh, but yeah, I don't think it's. Such a, I also think like it's cool. If WWE can start having it where, like, you lose a big match and then you go to the bottom, that's a good way to build people back up. Well, one of the right. problems with WWE is that there seems to be kind of, like, no actual structure to it. I think that's what uh, where AEW kind of does thrive. Like, Jericho was entering just now when I was watching AEW, and you're like, oh, they put it there. Like, he has he's 2-0 and since losing to Moxley, right? So that's when right. he lost the title. So you're like, oh, he's 14, 5, and 1 in 2020, right? So then you're like, oh, or maybe that's his lifetime, probably his full AEW career. So you're kind of like, oh, all right. I see where Jericho stands a little bit. He's right now yeah. 2 and 0. He's, he's building himself back up. That's what that's how UFC. So if wrestling is supposed to be real fighting, that's what happens in UFC. You know, like in UFC, it's like you lose, then you get uh, kind of a jabroni fight. You win three, and you'll probably get a title shot. If you win three in a row, you probably get a title shot. And then also right. there are money fights. There's like stunt fights, you know? So it's like, well, this guy's really popular, so he's a draw. There's draw fights also. So, you know, so, so, so I think it's cool as long as they use it. The problem is like right. main event, it's like we don't even watch main event. Where is main event? Is it a net direct to network situation? I actually don't know the answer to that. I, it may be on USA on like Saturday Saturday morning. mornings. Okay. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. I didn't know that. Um, all right. Kyrie Sane hmm. apparently is leaving 
to go back to Japan. Uh, her husband lives in Japan. She just got married like three months ago or something, right? Um, I lost track of time. That Honestly, if you told me that was two years ago, I would believe you. <laughs> <Right>. I, <laughs> three months ago. Yeah. Three, April? I think she got married during the quad. Am I, I don't know. Uh, irregardless, uh, folks, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna just bury that joke early. Um, I bet you won't. <laughs> no, no, of course not. I, I'll get that joke. I'm trying to get that joke over. I'll put that joke over. Um, but, um, Kyrie, do you think Kyrie? I, I, I was thinking about her career, and I was like, listen, you should do what you got to do for your life. You know what I mean? Do you think that she's better off in Japan, um, or do you think that she could do more on the main roster? Uh, it, it feels like Vince doesn't have that much for her, you know? Mm-hmm. I love her, though. I've always loved watching her Me too. wrestle. So she's blessed. It would be a shame to lose her, but again, like I think she would be fine if she went and wrestled in Japan. I thought there was word that she was going to retire. Is that is that true? Am I oh, I, I, you know what? I just saw she's going back to Japan. Sarah Logan retired and is pregnant. And is pregnant. She's pregnant. Mm. Yeah. Um, so, well, I uh, don't know. She'll be fine, I think, anywhere because she's, she's great. But do, but. Is there female wrestling in New Japan? No, it's there's called Stardom. Is it? Stardom, yeah. Right. And then there's like Joshi is a separate thing, right? Well, Joshi is just women's wrestling right. in Japan. Oh, that's just the term for women's wrestling? Yeah. Okay. Um, and uh, right, but it, why? Why does the New Japan have wim- a women's division? Like, why? That's a question. Yeah, that's a lot of people ask that question. It's. Um, no, it feels like I a progressive think- culture over there in that way. Like, you know, like it's not like women are. You know, when you wouldn't be able to watch women wrestler. There's so many women uh, Japanese women wrestlers. I, I don't really understand that part of their culture. Like, because I want yeah. you want a female match on Wrestle Kingdom. Yeah, I don't know. That's like, that's sort of been that it was hot. That was debated a, a year ago. There was people like uh, asking that question, and then there was people who were upset that the Ghostbusters were ladies uh, who were saying, "Oh, my no, God. it's it's <laughs> for men." You yeah, they already have stardom, blah blah blah. So, and now that we're getting, uh, we're getting like uh, another male Ghostbusters. Like it's like Paul. Rudd yeah, they're writing like... their wrongs with that Paul Feig movie. I know. Amen. I know. Like, I was like, "What? Who? Who? Who gives a shit about this?" Like, kid, go. I mean, you know, I don't. I'm like, I don't like love movies with a bunch of kids in them. Right. Uh, not because I don't dis- dislike kids. I just have a hard time locking into kids as main characters. Uh, but like, so like, it's like, oh, their their dads were the Ghostbusters, and then I gotta watch these kids. Who are like, oh, the gun's heavy. Like, I, I don't give a shit about that. You know? Yeah. Right. Um. Anyway. I like new Ghostbusters, for the record. <laughs> it was really funny. I thought it was really yeah. funny. Kate McKinnon was hilarious in that movie. She's and so Chris funny. Hemsworth was fucking hilarious in that movie, mm, if you remember. Always a treat. The only and thing that was Jabroni status in that movie. Neil yeah. Casey's awesome yeah. in that movie. The only thing that was Jabroni status in the Ghostbusters reboot was the use of the old Ghostbusters. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's forgettable. I, like, forgot that they were in it. Yeah, like, Bill Murray shows up as, like, some weird character that, like, gets thrown out of a window you're like they should just be the old ghostbusters again right Mm -hmm. and then they like pass the torch right yeah um anyway uh okay 
So, um, yeah, but I would be bummed to see Kyrie saying uh, uh, leave. All right, moving on. New United States title has been unveiled. Mm. What do you guys think? Well, Dan said something in response to the title that now every time I see it, it's in my notes, right? Yeah. (laughs) Well, it's in the text thread when the photo went out. Um, It's all I see now. Is that it's it, it it's is, a little fascist. It's a little <laughs> Nazi looking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the it's kind of this weird thing where, but but well, I will say for the record, I think it looks cool. The title. Yeah, I think it's, it's definitely a really, an upgrade. First off, it's it's passes the hunk of metal test. Uh, yeah, it's a huge hunk of metal. You know, I think like the paint on it is a little like when you paint metal too much, it looks a little like art projecty. But if you see it, but but also like there is like the lineage of the U.S. title has red, white, and blue on it. It is very American looking. I'll, I'll give you that. I'm yeah. seeing the stripes, the stars. You just gotta think if you were wearing that, would you feel cool? No, it says champion all big. <laughs> you don't like champions. Champion? You're not a champion. Oh. If you're What's wearing self confidence, bro. If you're wearing, I have more self confidence than this belt. Uh, with Grant, if you Newman have a giant, confident. if you have a giant gold belt on, what are you other than the champion? Why would it have <laughs> to say champion? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 I know. They like uh, made the mayor? wrong. They made the wrong words big. Like it right, should, it's yeah. United States should be the big thing, and then like champion. Uh, are you guys can see me on the Zoom, re- but are people going to buy the replica title of this? This is a 100%. picture I, I took in Berlin. Oh Jesus, you know? yeah. You know what I mean? And like that's yeah. the first thing I thought of. I mean, it's you know the classic Nazi eagle, but right. it's kind of a it's a thin line. It's 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 a, it's a thin line between the American bald eagle and the Nazi bald eagle, right? Yeah, they uh, made a, they put a lot of effort into making this look like a bald with the the silver head and the gold body. Yeah, yeah, I appreciate it, that. It, it looks like the quarter, you know, like. <laughs> but right, right, I, I do right. think I do think it's cool. Um, it kind of looks kinda, like one of those pins that, like, a pilot gives like a little kid on a flight, you know, like yeah. the wings, like Delta wings. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. nothing more. American I mean, that's a really that. apt. That's a really apt comparison, considering they're both uh, purely symbolic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, I do, I do like it. Um. I also think that uh, Apollo Crews is having kind of a fun run with it. Um, not like I'm not like a huge Apollo Crews mark or anything, but it is giving him his, a little shine. Uh, I but, think yeah. Newman um, Marie condoed him a few months ago. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, he went in the trash. We took flash for throwing wrestlers in the trash yeah, too. He's still but there. I, I, I'll say this. Did we? <laughs> just on the Facebook group. It's not even worth talking about. But I'll, I'll it's, sorry, comedy doesn't even exist anymore. But I, but listen, okay. Okay, folks, come on. Is that necessary? I, I, here's what I want to say. One thing in WB, and this kind of goes to my point about the structure thing. I kind of don't like how just anyone can debut a title. There's no ceremony to it. You right, know what I mean? right. Like in in. I keep going to AW. I mean, how dare I mean, you? Bias, bias alert. But even in NXT, it's I feel like it's always Triple H, right? He comes out with the title. Like you, you want to like Dana White 
you want to you want to feel like this, these things are official, like they're not toys, and that requires right. like treating them very seriously. Like you need like a proper commissioner, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, right. and, and WWE does it sometimes, like Foley with the twenty four seven title. Like that was a you know a terrible debut for a title, <laughs> but it's like all right, you bring it in Foley to, so that's kind of like a big deal, you know. Right. Mm-hmm. And like Bret Hart debuted the AEW title uh, at All Out, I believe. Yeah. That's when MJF peaked, by the way. At that title? At, at All remember Out? When, yeah. Remember when he, when Bret had the, uh, oh. Hitman had the, t- and then he came out and he cut that promo on him. Yeah. Uh, that was, that was like MJF peaked and then it was. Uh, he'll go back up, though. Yeah. He's a great. I mean, maybe. Talent. He's MJF uh, chart. You can get a cameo from MJF for five hundred dollars. By the way, that's that's so expensive, but it's such great kayfabe. Yes, MJF, Roman Reigns, bucks. Roman Reigns, and Ric Flair all cost the same. So MJF, that's insane. Him. Yeah, Roman Reigns five hundred bucks. Yeah, I Craig mean, Kilborn I, charges nine hundred dollars for the record. That, I know. I'm a, well, I'm a big Kilby. By the who's way, a, who's a big enough Daily Show mark that like no, Craig Kilborn is there? I perfect. love Kilby. No, that's not why it's that. It's Kilborn has a whole kayfabe yeah. going on. If you follow Craig Kilborn's Instagram, on Instagram, his, his basic he has a he has like a basically a wrestling persona about being like the like classiest guy in the world. Yeah, like Got he wears it. like a lot of ascots, drinks yeah. martinis. It's fun. It's he very has funny. like a the portrait of himself. From his uh, late late show set, it's yeah. His whole like gimmick is like white privilege, basically. Mm-hmm. Like I think he did a thing where he's like marching, but like wearing an ascot and like or, like you know stuff like stuff like that. Like a lot of like, um, and he always talks about teamwork, right? Like he has a he has like one word. Maybe it's like he always says like in in one word. I would say teamwork i don't know what it is it's very funny he's very funny he's a fucking hilarious guy like, i used to rich- tape like the late late show on vhs every night and watch it the next day um when i was like in middle school <laughs> um but yeah all right one thing i noticed okay kind of weird did you notice ricochet's promo this week and no, i, I felt that. like it was um, I don't know how to put this, but it felt like he that he was a little more hip hop in in his promo, and and um like he said literally uh in the meantime in between time like the the rap lyric you know yeah and I, anytime that happens I just picture Vince being like giving him the note like uh, urban it up or something you know what I mean. God. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. Urban I don't it up. I wonder if that's how he says it. But I'll say this is that like Why don't you uh inner inner city it up for me? <laughs> Vince. I, I really Section eight it up. <laughs> wow. Um Not my words, Vince's. No, I know. It's Vince. It's Vince. It's Vince. Um Shock the system. The, uh but it was this thing where I thought that Ricochet was actually – there was an element there where before he's cut, like, very weird problem. He felt a little bit – like, it was kind of the most – something about him, I don't know if he was told – he seemed comfortable. And uh, he's rocking the booty shorts, and I kind of saw Ricochet that, like, they might be moving away from the superhero thing because he, mm-hmm. he's paired with Cedric Alexander and letting him be more of himself – so I don't I'm, I don't know, but I do think the key to Ricochet is like 
He's another guy. A lot of likability. You know? Let Ricochet come out, dazzle the crowd, and uh, and just have people like him. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, because that's really kind of the only thing he's missing. He obviously is, is tremendously athletic. And, like, I, I don't know if, though, like, he, he doesn't strike me as somebody who listens to hip-hop. He strikes me as somebody who listens to, like, my chemical romance. I was going to say, like, country music. like Paramore. He's from Kentucky. Yeah, I, I yeah. watched his episode of maybe it was 24, one of the documentary shows about him, and he does not strike me as a hip-hop listener at all. Like, he seems mm-hmm. very kind of like... We're trying our best, people. We're trying our I best. I know, but he just <laughs> he seems like a really sweet guy, but there, he doesn't... I don't know. He just seems like... I don't know, like someone who may be from Kentucky, like. Yeah, I, I'm just. I just think it's really. Like, well, uh, I think it's really interesting that he like. I, I don't know. There, there was something there where I was like, I, I, you know how tightly scripted these promos are, and I'm like, I, I hope this is they. They're not writing it for him like this, you know. Right, right, right. But it's very small. But anyway, I, I just think Ricochet is such a big talent. Like they yes. gotta just crack him. Like put whatever. Whatever uh, re- like time you need, like it, it's a if Ricochet if they can't get Ricochet to be like a Jeff Hardy style heavyweight champion, then they can't do anything. I mean, the right. guy is like a mega talent; he's a star. Like brand him; like he needs AJ Styles gloves, like stuff like that. He needs like you know uh, he needs like he he's a big star, you know. Yeah. So it, it uh, 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 I, I I hope they crack it, you know. Yeah, I mean, if I'm Ricochet, it seems the math is pretty simple. It's like I can do things like front flip out of the ring onto right. the ramp. Uh, you can't do that, so I'm better than you. And make him kind of a heel, and it's just done. Because right. like I'm sure he is confident in himself and can 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 tap into that and just make that the thing. I think yeah, that like, he's yeah, he's not a he's not a natural face. He's such a wow. Like he's such a, we got to remember he's such a big talent. Like if he, he, if they, if they find a way to bury him, it's it's crazy, you know. Right. Now it's tricky when you have a guy like Brock who's the champion, you know. Trickashay, yeah. It is trickashay. <laughs> um, Richard O'Shea. That's what. Uh, that's, uh, that's what. That's what. Uh, what's our truth calls him. Uh, <laughs> but God, anyway, I love uh, um, I, I, yeah, they got to get Ricochet over. Uh, it's a, so. All right, let's talk about Bailey and Sasha for a second. Mm-hmm. I think Bailey and Sasha are really hitting a nice stride for themselves. Yeah. Uh, specifically Bailey, and then because Bailey's doing it, I think that it's making it's bringing the best out of Sasha. Now, yes, I'm still not. I'll say it. I'm not like hugely sold on Bailey or whatever. But her new gimmick. I don't know exactly what it is. Her, if you remember when she first became champion, her thing was kind of like, I don't know. She wore like she. It was kind of like I would say uh, like a Cleopatra kind of thing. Like like right. Like she had like mm-hmm. a little like head. It was like I'm just really serious, right? It seemed yeah. like she was like moody. like a like a yeah like a moody tween who's like entering like a, a hot topic phase. Right. You know, <laughs> <the> eyeliner. <laughs> but now she's just like full on like annoying. White lady, <laughs> like, she has that Karen haircut, like. right? Someone yeah. online called her a Karen, and I was like, 
I'm not sure actually the right now, truthfully, in where we stand, like how inappropriate it is to like joke about calling people Karens. I actually don't really know. Um, Why would it be inappropriate? Fuck a Karen. Fuck a Karen. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> I, I don't know. Like, I don't, dude. I haven't been outside for like six months, man. I don't yeah, know. This, cool. Everything's. This is the only thing I'm going to say about Karen as a concept. Yeah. Suddenly, people who, uh, you know, didn't give a shit about the context of words and right. claim that you could just say whatever you wanted because it's just jokes, man. Right now, yeah. suddenly have a, a deep knowledge of context where they're like, right. well, you're saying Karen, but we know what you mean. <sighs> Fuck off and here. die. Fuck oh. off and die. That's my, that's oh, my right. statement. Well, I, I just meant it in the sense of that, like, Karen is a funny term, but what they're calling is one of the least funny things about society. Like, that. Oh, it's, okay. it's, I just mean, like, Karenisms is basically like, it's like, the nuance of like get out or whatever you know what i mean like right. about like people who are like think they're good and are on right. our like truly horrible like you know what i mean yeah. so i mean what i mean is i don't think it's offensive to call bail that what i mean more is that she's just kind of like calling karen makes it more charged than what i mean but yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. but she has that energy of central park karen like right. of like you know what I mean? Like, I'm going to call the cop. You know, like that whole, like, I'm being, like, uh, you know, assaulted here. Like, she's really, it's, I didn't know Bailey had this much personality. Like, you know? Yeah. I don't get that vibe, though. I don't get it. I don't get the Karen. If, it, if that's right. the context, then I don't think she's a, a Karen. I think she's more I don't like being, like, white immature. It's more like, right? Accurate. Yeah. Right. Well, like, what's the difference between, like, her gimmick and, and I don't mean this as, like, uh, a knock yeah just as a comparatively like what's the difference between her and like kyle o'reilly or like you know uh, somebody from undisputed era where they're just sort of like there's no arrogant. difference actually really yeah it's, it's, they're she's arrogant, doing like but, undisputed yeah. era kind of right like she's right got, because they're like co like frat guys like cobra kai was a comparison like annoying white guys and yeah it just feels like she's bringing like, that energy She's calling yeah. herself great, but it's like not that <laughs> earned, but she is the right. champ. It's that whole thing, you know, but she's also yeah. doing it where she's like screaming at the top of her lungs <laughs> at the announcers and just be like, oh, these titles are so heavy. And she's like, you know what I mean? Like, it's 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 really good. I mean, they're doing yeah. a great job. She's saying things. Uh, I said that she, <laughs> I wrote in my notes that she's like Clifford. Me and, oh, uh, yeah, yeah. We've been talking yeah. about Clifford a lot lately. Me and Aaron That's, talk a lot about the movie Clifford. Which, I was by the talking way, about on Clifford HBO earlier. Max. Yeah, I got That I, movie has yeah. one of my favorite scenes ever. What is and it? And I'm sure you know what it is. It's when he's sitting there and he's like trying to tell – and Charles Grodin is like, can you just be a normal boy? We, we just talked about this. Yeah. Can yeah. you just be a normal boy? You can't, can you? And he's like, he's like – Trying to like just make like a normal face. Yeah, oh, yeah. Like, you can't, can you? Well, apparently, uh, Aaron's so husband does a great uh, an impression yes. of that scene. Okay, I mean, Dan brought up Clifford, and then I asked Mike if he liked Clifford. He's like, "Oh, I love Clifford." <laughs> he's like, "We've watched it." I was like, "No, I haven't seen it since like '91." Yeah. And yeah. he's like, "Oh, my favorite part is where Grodin's like, can't you be a normal boy?'" And then he did the like him trying to be a normal boy, and that made me laugh so fucking hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> resetting constantly you, guys reset. have, oh, you have to watch so the good. youtube of this episode if you haven't like, already to see the impressions tom sharpling 
is always he, that's he's like obsessed with that movie uh <laughs> and so he would talk about it forever and i, I it used to be on uh, this is a little backstory i used to when i was in I, I shared a room with my brother growing up all through high school okay which brother and neil my younger brother mm. uh and big fan he, yeah 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 he's a top guy mm-hmm. um and i slept on the top bunk okay and when i would go it's yeah it was terrible uh i've never talked about this on the pod I didn't know this. Oh, God. I, really? Uh-uh. Oh, it's such a – all right. Well, I slept on the top bunk of my pod uh, – of uh, uh, my, uh, my bunk bed. My pod. <laughs> my pod. Wow. You guys were wow. in pods? How modern. I slept I, – oh, yeah. So, anyway, I was in pods. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was like kind of the Matrix or whatever. We were just batteries. But, uh, folks. But, so, Spoiler. I uh, – um, um, so, the remote was broken for like just years. <laughs> Oh God! And so, like, I would just set it on Comedy Central or whatever, and then just climb up into my bunk bed, and then like whatever channel was on, it stays on that channel. And they would show Clifford like all the fucking time, and I would just watch it over and over again. (laughs) It was on Comedy Central. This movie, Clifford, it's Martin Short playing a kid, but it's and Tom Shrevely has pointed this out before that like. It's very hard to pull off playing a kid. Yeah. Right. right. Um, and they do it now like in Pen15 and Pen stuff. 15. But in that, what they do is they just don't – they kind of act the same and don't acknowledge it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This is like straight up like he is doing a kid impression, you know, and they make him look small. <laughs> and it's fucking amazing. Martin Short – is so talented. And I was yeah. saying, we need more movies because I have friends who have that kind of physical ability and talent. Like, I don't know why Middle Ditch doesn't have uh, his version of Clifford, you know? Right, right. Well, I don't know why those he movies are so out of style. Of Clifford. Yeah, does every movie have to be like knocked up where it's, you know? Oh, it's so adult. Right. Like, I love that kind of stuff. That's the roles I'm more suited for. So it works in my favor. But like, I'm saying, like, some people are just like Jim Carrey kind of people. We need a lane for those kind of people, those kind of big physical performers, you know? Man, Jim Carrey is such like and I, I was just flipping through Netflix and it right. like auto plays like the thing. Mm-hmm. And it was uh fun with Dick and Jane. And yeah. have you ever seen that movie? No, there's but I'm a scene sure where it's hilarious. There's a scene where he's trying to rob a uh, like a convenience store and the gun gets stuck in his hoodie pocket. Yeah. And he's like, keeps trying to like pull it out. Oh, I can oh, like picture God. it. It's so yeah. fucking perfect. That's what I'm saying. It's like, and then I've watched people coming up in comedy. I know we're veering off, but like coming up in comedy, I would see people who have that kind of talent and I'd watch just like jealous people say to me like, oh, I, I don't, you know, I don't think that's that funny. That kind of stuff. And I'm like, no, you're just jealous because you can't do that. <laughs> like, right. I'm jealous because I can't move. I can't physically. I don't watch like Donald Glover on stage. The control over his body. I'm not even remotely surprised that like the This Is America video where he moves like that. It's like, yeah, like some people are, move like that. And yeah. we need a lane for there's got to be just like. Here's a, here's movies for people who move cool, right? <laughs> you know who moves really cool? Who? Rick Ricochet. Mm. Richard O'Shea. Yes, yeah. Richard O'Shea. Anyway, there's the, there's the room greats. for everybody. There's room for all kinds of talents. Anyway, folks, um, uh, 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 
Okay. So, <laughs> oh, Sasha and Bailey. Yeah. So I think Bailey is killing it. Uh, she's doing like a Clifford thing, we're saying. Good for her. You know, you got to toy around with it. This is why always on this podcast, like, I, I, I think it's really funny. We, me and Aaron, maybe we had this conversation on this pod maybe last week. People ask me, like, who's your favorite wrestler or whatever, yeah. right? And I'm always like, I, I don't know. I don't watch wrestling like that anymore, you know? Right. I'm more watching wrestling to see the art and watch, like, people flourish. So I always find it interesting when people are like, uh, I've been on Bailey train since day one. Like, we have people in the Facebook group who are like, I thought she was – she was doing great heel work before. It's like, no, she wasn't. It's just she like wasn't. with like with like music or like with right. bands. Like, oh, I was I loved their first album that like no one heard or whatever because it's yeah, the one that wasn't good. Bread. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. There's so like then you're pride. like, yeah, it's like, well, I don't need any of that. Once I hit a certain age, I don't need to mm-hmm. be like the first guy on this train right. and blah blah blah. But. I mean, I'm sure I'll contradict that at some point, but but I but, I, but I'm saying, uh, what the cool thing in wrestling is watching a wrestler find it. Like a Britt Baker, I think is the the best example I could think of in recent history. Like she had a complete switch. Like she sucked so bad. <laughs> so you you don't you, like don't don't be like I liked Britt Baker when she was her big return to Britsburg. That was my favorite. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, like you know what I mean. So, uh, but it's great to see Bailey hit that stride, and I love that WWE believed in her. They don't cave to like a jabroni run. You know, mm-hmm. um, I think Sasha, on the other hand, it's weird because Sasha is such a star. She had a great match with Io Shirai last week. Um, who did she wrestle this week? She had a great match against somebody. With Kyrie? Oh, yeah. Kyrie saying great match. She's having these like dream matches. They're a blast. Right. And she she's bringing a great energy to it. But I really do think that she's very comfortable in this Bailey's sidekick role. She does. I don't know why she could be beyond, but she's in this like tag team zone and maybe she's happy there. I don't know why, but she, I think she could do another solo run. Well, she's kind of good at it. Like she does like, she looks great. She like Bailey's kind of the personality, right? And then Sasha just stands there like looking like, I mean, I want to say she looks like 2 million bucks. I mean, at least right. Right. She looks so fucking awesome. And then she does, like, a lot of looks and all this stuff now. And she peppers in, like, when she says, like, one line or, or one sentence. That, like, it's great. Like when but she then, did the taker, like. That was so fucking funny. Yeah, that That's exactly what I'm talking about. She did a taker. Impre- Bailey was ripping on taker. It was fucking <laughs> hilarious, I thought. <laughs> was like, taker I want to call it. It was anti funny. I just want to say it was it was it was like anti comedy. Like it was incredibly unfunny and annoying. Mm -hmm. But she knew that and then just kept leaning into it. But then Sasha, right? She kept. She was like, "Here's the phone call I did with Taker. Called me to be like, you're the best champion." (laughs) And but then Sasha literally just did that small thing where she like rolled her eyes up and it was like already a fucking meme, you know, and like a a gift. She was like laughing while she did it too, which I thought was fun. <laughs> yeah. I want to call to everybody's attention. Um, about three years ago, Bailey did a Snickers commercial uh, that foreshadowed her sort of run now. Uh, and if you go back on the archives and you listen, I've mentioned this commercial before. Yeah, I remember uh, this commercial. Because it was the first time I'd ever seen a personality on Bailey. She 
does this sort of bratty thing very naturally. And it's weird to think that we had so many years of her trying this, like, uh, I'm a, I'm a kid who got to wrestle right, gimmick. Right. With yeah. a name like Pamela, I mean, it should be yeah. pretty Pam natural. From San Jose. No <laughs> yeah, Pam it should come pretty natural. Um, by the way, I'm getting texts from Letterman, who is ecstatic that one of his guys has become the NXT champion. Uh, oh, yeah. Congratulations. Yeah. I think everyone's I, watching wrestling again. I think people are getting I, back in. Are people ready for wrestling? Because wrestling's ready. I mean, imagine you pop back in and you see the work Seth Rollins is doing right now, and then you're like, <laughs> oh, shit. It's Seth Rollins versus Alistair? That's sick. And then you're like, Bailey's good? <laughs> Where have I been? And finally, Taker is gone? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, the, no, the uh, um, I just realized, too, that like Keith Lee wore a Black Lives Matter thing, right? Yeah. On his gear, and then he gets awarded both of the belts. I oh, think that's I think a cool he wore thing. tonight also, right? That's a cool thing. Yeah, did he? I think he did. I think he did. Um, because we saw what happened to... Daniel Bryan. What happened to Daniel Bryan? For speaking up. He lost the belt to AJ, who oh. famously didn't say anything. Yes, yes, yes. Although I did, I did, to be honest, feel a little – I was thinking about my, not my rib on AJ for a second. And not that it's yeah. unwarranted, but I did feel like – I was like, you know – uh, I could see like he's not like a big social media guy, you know what I mean? Uh-huh. You know what I mean? But it, you know, yeah. I think, it, I, but I am just disappointed in him because, like, I don't know. You, you, I, 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 I kind of, you know. Anyway, whatever. Well, maybe disappointed I, I isn't the right word like, because, I, yeah. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think that. I think I understood singling him out was definitely unnecessary, maybe arguably unnecessary, but I also just feel like he matters a lot to me. Like I still am watching his IC run and I'm like, I fucking love the guy. You know what I mean? So then, you know, you felt a little let down. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, um, totally. Mm -hmm. Um, Oh, so anyway, but yeah, so, um, well, I was talking about Rollins. I mean, do you ever get sick of the stomp? I I feel like some finishes are just so fucking good. Like anytime mm-hmm. he does a stomp, I love it. And it's funny because the stomp I did get. I I just want to bring it up because the stomp took a lot of heat during the Bray Wyatt run. Yes, that's you know? what I was gonna say. Because mm-hmm. he gave like forty stomps to to the fiend <laughs> in a row. Remember that? Yeah. But it's so fucking funny in wrestling how none of it ever really matters because then I was just watching the stomp. He stomped maybe Aleister Black or somebody on the stairs. I think it was last week. Rollins did just a running stomp. Like he ran around the ring. Somebody was set up for a stomp. He stomped him, and then he just kept running. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I love the stomp. And I'm like, oh, wow, it's so funny how all of us marks like three. Imagine you're a wrestler, all stupid-ass marks. Like three months ago, we're like, they fucking ruined the stomp. <laughs> Forever, (laughs) and then all of a sudden I'm like, "What a move!" And I barely remember when I was like, "The stomp is ruined." (laughs) I mean, we 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 all we all recognize that it's you know that it's that like I probably even at the time recognized that like it doesn't actually matter, but it is so it is so funny because like well that's uh, why like when people go crazy 
over something like that and it's like the end of the world and like they flip out it's kind of like just chill it's not that big of a deal yeah in july you won't even remember um i want to talk about what i'm calling the match of the week here which i thought was matt riddle versus uh johnny drip drip uh john hennigan has a sick i posted it uh uh He's got a sick move, uh, or, or it's a string, a couple moves, that it's it's a it, it, it just if you're on the Facebook group, check it out if you didn't watch the match. But I, I encourage you to watch the whole match. Again, Riddle's under fire right now. He's also top build on SmackDown right now. We're not uh, especially if John Morrison has a great showing. We're not gonna be able to just avoid Matt Riddle. So it just is what it is. Yeah. Um. He did put out a pretty weird video today. I don't know if you saw that. Yeah, that's why I'm off the Matt Riddle train. That video was so stupid. It made me believe him less. It like didn't make him any more. It made him less credible in my eyes. I mean, I don't I didn't know see what the he, video. What was it? Uh, he put out he, a video. Yeah, he put out a two-minute video on Twitter. Yeah. Um, denying the claims of the person who he assaulted, and. Yeah. It was just bullshit. It was, uh, I forget the, like, the acronym. I that, didn't do it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Basically, yeah. And it was just, um, it was bullshit. I, I, I mean, whatever. But he denied it. He, you know, reiterated his claims that she's a stalker. He copped to having an affair, obviously. And, um, you know, denied that this incident, very believable incident happened. Um, and yeah, what he wow. essentially was trying to do was say like, look, I, I'm not perfect. Here's, I'm not perfect. I, I had this affair. I really did it. I'm not denying that at all. I'm embarrassed by it. I, you know, blah, blah, blah. But like, I didn't assault anybody, you know, like right. I, there's no chance. Right. I didn't do that. I would never do that. That's essentially what he was trying to do. But what I just did it right here was way more, even more elo eloquent than he did. It's, it's, yeah. it's, it's, yeah. it's a, he, it, the problem with what he did because look, I, I, obviously, I'm not gonna throw the guy under the. I'm not throw the guy under the bus. But I'm saying like I don't have any proof here of anything, so I, I don't think we need to litigate it, especially when I'm trying to just talk about how awesome Morrison was in this match. You know right. what I mean? That's the whole point. But he he called her like crazy a lot of times, right? Which yeah. was the, which is just kind of like you also did have like a relationship with this woman, you know? Right. So just to kind of you know. It, it, there was so much like old school discredit. I don't know how his Fugazi Florida lawyer I let know. him put out this statement. I would call the same lawyer that of Leslie that that Thank let him you. that printed their thing. I'm allergic on, to bullshit. This is on on you uh, printed. They printed their statement on labels on address like you didn't have a sheet of eight and a half by eleven laying around to print that on yeah um, this is like if you're his lawyer you just quit the case you're like what are you doing yeah. man? the you're lawyer like, is just only put out statements that are like very well curated you know what i mean like just because the thing about matt riddle is he has that like irregardless of uh uh hey folks but mm -hmm. of um any wrongdoing or blah 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 he's has a smirky bro face it's his gimmick you know so he has like like it's it's exactly that like he's trying to be like dead serious and he's having a hard time not being like all right bros because he's like looking into right the camera. right right totally you know and 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 and, and i feel for you him know, on that so like not not to like i'm saying I, i'm not saying i just i understand that thing it's it is 
very uncomfortable. And 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 that is a thing where, you know, it's in like uh, what's it, uh, Gone Girl and stuff, where it's like he smiles at the wrong men and they take a picture. Right. That is something I try to be sensitive to. That like, like the the media, you know, like you get painted by how you sound, look, blah blah blah. You know, that's not what I'm doing here. I'm just going on the fact that he like. Did you have to like just call her crazy a bunch of times? Like right. you couldn't really eloquently wrote something that was like, uh, uh, that was like, we have a different vision of our relationship. We had a different view of that, and it, you know. And I'm not well, proud of that because I'm married, but I did care about you, and I'm sorry that you that you saw this the that way. Like even that, that's first draft, and that's not you know. One hundred percent agree. I think like I said it on the right. Facebook group. Like it would have been. S- 2000% like a better look just to cop to it own to something happened you know whether we see things differently or it was a mistake just something like right. this complete denial of that is insane like i don't know why it's right super believable like i, I don't i just don't get it but anyways video was bullshit but He's still wrestling, and he'll continue to. So yeah, it was. It was not. It was. Gotta, it, it was really. It rubbed me. It rubbed me. The. It, it rubbed me weird. You know, like it was. He like, rubbed you weird. Do you rub- want to talk about it? Well, I don't. I don't. I mean, <laughs> you sound crazy. Yeah. Um. You know. Uh. Actually, I have a quote from him about that. I'm not a perfect person. That's beautiful. Um, That's beautiful. Abs- yeah. 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 Um. Uh, um, actually, but John Morrison with a uh, Razor's yeah. Edge Blue Thunder Rock Bottom. Like, what do you even call that move? I, I don't know. It was so sick. The whole sequence was amazing. The first thing he does is he goes for like a what's it, Trouble in Paradise, right? Uh-huh, yeah. He yeah. goes for a Trouble in Paradise, but, and then Matt Riddle puts his hands up to block him, but then he goes low. He does yeah. a sweep instead. Straight up Tekken. I, 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 he's so this guy's like 42 three years old he's, he's yeah. incredible what he did to be honest matt riddle who's super talented and in his prime i thought morrison like showed him the ropes in that match i thought in that yeah. match he was like he was like hey i know you're cocky but like this is how it's done you know yeah man uh, um and that, uh, that like summer that like side saw deadlift onto his shoulders like so strong what the fuck? Yeah, and Riddle's like, not even like if a Matt, tiny guy, you know, he picked no, him up like huge. nothing. He did basically a somersault and like picked him up on the way up. A car, he did yeah. like a cartwheel where mid cartwheel picked uh, oh, up yeah. Riddle and just had him on his shoulders, and then he did a like yeah, like a spinning blue thunder bomb thing, right? Yeah, it yeah. was like Razor's Edge, blue thunder, and then into like a rock bottom. It's killer. It's must watch. Like it's red alert. It's fucking so good. So I just want to talk about Riddle opened up. Uh, I will say this, okay. Separate, uh, many would say, irregardless of of the Riddle accusations. Let's just talk about. It. He opened Raw. I've read uh, SmackDown. I've read that Vince is very into him. He's looking to give him a big push. The thing I read, which was sh- sh- very dirt cheaty, but I saw it. You can't unsee it. Is that he sees him as like a, the new Shawn Michaels, you know? Um, so look, uh, but so he had he told I actually thought this segment was fucking funny and good. Um, he got no laughs and he was looking for laughs, but there's also no one there. Right. Um, I, he 
kind of makes me like not in a way where like I felt funny about it. I felt very conflicted, but I was like, oh, this is like kind of funny. Like he said, he was like, oh, here's why I don't wear shoes, and he told the story about like going outside. It was kind of weird, but like then at the end he was like. They they almost wanted to amputate the bros' tootsies, and I was like, kind of funny. He was like, they wanted to amputate the bros' tootsies, bro. Like I was like, I don't know. It's like pretty funny. I don't know. Um, would you punch? Would you punch that up to bros' toes, or do you think tootsie tootsies is better? The bros' tootsies. toes, bro. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I don't know. Oh, he looks tootsies. like a stoner. He talks like that naturally. We've seen it in his like uh assault accusation tape. right he, right right he can't even turn it off there so i just i don't know he's the story about how i never wear shoes like the amount of times i like want to hear about why wrestlers do stuff and we don't get it and you hear like here's why i don't wear shoes it felt real i think it is real yeah he's saying he has no feeling in his feet that's like luger he's got like the metal plate in his arm mm-hmm. like here's why i don't wear shoes because i can't wear them i'm uncomfortable like i don't know i thought that was pretty and like because the the, the there's nerve damage to it like I wrestle better this way. I, I kind of like that kind of shit personally, you know. A little peek behind the curtain. Yeah. Peek at the tootsies. Yeah, obviously, is my image of of Riddle's extremely hurt. I can't yeah. right now. I would be like stoked for how he's doing. You know, I was a big. I'm a big fan. I I am still a fan of like his work. It's just it's hard to separate it. You know. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah. Anyway. Um. All right. Let's jump over to Raw for a sec. Uh. Um. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And so, um, Dolph Ziggler, uh, my boy, opening up Raw with a, I thought it was a pretty cool segment. Um, um, I, he, Heath Slater returned. Mm-hmm. Beef had re- Slater. Slater. What'd you guys think of Heath? Heath returned to confront McIntyre. Ziggler playing mind games with McIntyre. Uh-huh. Uh, what'd you think? Although I would say that Heath Slater very quickly. He came out there to confront McIntyre, but very quickly realized he, he he changed gimmicks very fast here. But yeah, I think it was a nice little piece. I mean, it wasn't even acting, right? Because he's like, but he got emotional uh, in the ring there with with Drew. Yeah, um, and it was a it was like I don't know, it was a nice depth of acting to Heath Slater that I've I've never seen. Um, just kind of letting himself feel that emotion and, and, and bring it into the to the scene. I thought it was good. Yeah. Well, he was like, oh, I actually only have two kids. I thought that was kind of a nice touch. <laughs> right. Yeah. He's like, not, you know, my kids at home, not the 22 kids that you all think I have, my two daughters. Like, he got really real. Yeah, man. I'm excited. I hope that he gets cut up. He's nice and beefy right now. I'd like to see him, you know, cut that up the, a little bit. What do you think his, you do with his uh, free agent shirt, take that off. Yeah. That's a yeah. cool shirt, though. Uh, I think that's his pro wrestling T-shirt, probably, right? Mm-hmm. We'll see what he does. I mean, I don't know if they're hiring him back or whatever, but I thought this was nice. I I um, uh, I thought it was cool to see McIntyre kind of he, – he really – he, again, another guy, just a natural likability. I feel like we're entering an era where we have a lot of good baby faces, which is it normally – seems to be the problem uh, is that there's a lack of them. But I really do think Drew is, you know, it's a bummer. He doesn't have the crowd. Because I think this title one would be, like, really working and really good. Yep. You know? Yep. He, I, I think yeah. he's really coming through. Like, there, that whole Heath segment, there's a thing with Drew, again, another talk about, like, real natural likability where you, you really think, like, he, he – I really believed in some kind of work shoot way 
that McIntyre was thinking about like, oh, it is a bummer. Like this guy got fired and I am the champion. Like that is, that does suck. Like this is my friend, you know? Yeah. I wonder if there's a connection between like how sort of like stressful and awful the world is. And then like sort of people, like wrestlers rising to the occasion to be like good guys and like sources of like hope and inspiration rather than like, I'm I'm a, I'm a piece of shit who is cool, but mean. Well, starting from his run where he beat Brock, uh, like at WrestleMania, he won, and then you would think he was kind of like, like, probably if they interviewed me, I would be like, yeah, I'm bummed out. Like, I didn't get to, like, headline Tampa. You know what I mean? Um, Right. You know, uh, uh, but his thing was like, oh, actually, now being the champion means more. Cause like this is when people need you the most. Like, right. I don't know. I, I I hate to be such a fucking mark, although I love to be a mark. But I believe that comes from you can't unless I feel like lines like because you say that in interviews, not not uh not in script. You know, uh, right. I, I I think that comes from like a real place. You know, absolutely. Especially because I watched him wrestle on the indies and. You felt like he had integrity. I don't know. He seems like a, a real good guy. What do we think of Ziggler's look? Ziggler's look. Talk about Karen, his hair. <laughs> when, he, hair. when he flat irons his hair, yeah. it is like one of the – it's like Jericho scarf heel <laughs> level like move yeah. of like classic like heel 101 where it's like I'm going to do something that makes me look stupid. Yeah. And it's going to like subconsciously piss people off that I look that way. Yeah. And then it gets that like heel ball rolling without him having to say a word. Like his yeah. hair oh, his being flat ironed is so perfect. Yeah. He needs like the Ziggler clam bake. Like yeah. <laughs> feels like he's like, uh, he goes into full on like ski, ski lodge. Like my dad owns this place, like resort, yeah. right. like, like, like that kind of like thing. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm just excited for that match. We obviously know Ziggler will lose. Um, <laughs> um, they're already he's talking. Gonna look great doing it. Yeah, they're talking right now about from you know, hate to be all sheetsy, but whatever. Uh, what does um, this podcast become? I don't know. I guess sheets, I'm doing- sheets wow. Davidson over here. <laughs> I know. Jesus. <laughs> Maybe I should start doing any character. I mean, Donnie Sheets. Donnie Dirt Sheets. Donnie Dirt Sheets. But I, well, because I, I was thinking for McIntyre, they were talking about going either for Summer Sheets Lee. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Lee. Oh, I love that guy. They're talking Sheets about- Lee. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> whoop whoop cheats lee whoop whoop um sorry dad they're talking how dare you um stupid uh they're talking about <laughs> oh, i'm sorry about that uh, you know, i can't control the board wow. here. okay um uh, but they're talking about going brock drew at SummerSlam. but then i read they're talking about maybe going orton drew at SummerSlam, which would be a killer feud Whoa. since Edge is hurt. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you think about Orton? Orton Drew McIntyre. That's a lot of beef. That's a lot of beef. I was That's about to say the exact beef. same thing. Oof. Do you think you feed Orton, who I think right now is really, we're getting prime yes. Orton right now. You feed Orton to Drew. You have Drew beat him. Yes. Yeah. Now is the time. Fun. Randall doesn't now need the to time. win. Randall no. Keith. No. Randall Keith doesn't need to. Randall win. Keith 
he doesn't need it. He doesn't need to win. And he's also the perfect person for him to beat Mm -hmm. because he's like the legend killer. And he's this like town that's been around for ever at this point. Um, And he just, it, I think side by side too, Drew's one of the only people that like Randy doesn't make look like a child. It's interesting because it's like, what do you do with Drew? Because if we don't come back for a long time, it's like, it's almost like this run doesn't happen if he doesn't ever get in front of a crowd with this title, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, he, he needs to be praised, like, in person, you know? Mm-hmm. But I think they will because I think WWE will figure – they're going to start doing uh, – they're going to start doing shows. Like I said, I think LA Mania will happen. They might have to sell it at one-third capacity or something, but, like – you know, they'll figure out ways to space people by that point. They'll have different ways you enter, time entry. Just, yeah, 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 yeah. Masks, uh, mandatory masks. They'll probably give out masks so everyone's wearing, like, a mania yeah, mask. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. It's definitely, like, they're not going to miss another mania. Another you know, one, right. Even if COVID's out of control. But um, I think Drew holds that title until he gets in front of a crowd, at least. Like, I think yeah. there's a chance he goes. It's just weird because if he goes all the way to the next, ma- like, if he goes like 400 something, like, you know, it's like, does that count as a long run? Does that get a, a, a little asterisk? I could never, you guys, I'm so self conscious about saying asterisk in this, on this foot, Is it a footnote? Yeah, it's a footnote. Is it, does it get a footnote? Anyway, irregardless, I think that um, <laughs> I'm getting it over. Um, yeah, I think I, I'm. I think that sometimes you have to see a match like a McIntyre, Ziggler, and you got to just say to yourself, "I'm just gonna enjoy this match. I already know mm-hmm. what's gonna happen. You know, we know Drew is gonna end with a claymore and a pin. You know, we we know that. But watch Jericho's website for the results. <laughs> yeah, keep your eye on ChrisJericho.com. <laughs> Uh, for the the results as they happen live, but man, I uh, I, I I'm excited to see just those two guys go at it. They do have a great history. If you look at WWE's Instagram, they they posted like pictures of these guys from like twelve, like not twelve years, probably maybe like ten years ago wrestling. Uh, they have yeah. So I'm excited for that match. And I thought he bringing Heath back was really fun. Um, when is I, the horror show? Is that that's next weekend? Not By the way, they call, there's, they, it's so funny you know how scripted WWE is because every wrestler said the horror, horror show, show at Extreme Rules. Right. Yeah. That's how it was. That's how it was. Written. Like every wrestler na- naturally would say, well, like, you would naturally just be like at the horror show, but they would say the horror show at Extreme Rules. It's like, right. you know that that's like specific wording. You're not allowed to fuck up, you know? Um, it's like uh, the Largo at the Coronet or whatever. Yes, right, Largo at the right, Coronet. Right. Exactly. Yeah. The same thing. yeah, that's so funny. Um, anyway, uh, all right. I mean, that's most of the stuff. Last thing I'll say, just a really small thing. They started doing Daniel Bryan commentary on Zoom during uh, the AJ Gulak match. Like he was like, oh, I'm watching it at home. And it was kind of weird the way they did it, but I think that's a cool idea to like do some interviews and stuff during the matches, like some Zoom interviews. Um, yeah. I just think that that was a cool device, ways to get uh, interesting. Um, cool. Um, anything? Yeah, that's every that's everything really for the week. Oh, except for the one other note that I wrote that was 
Ric Flair being in the porn center makes me very nervous. Uh, yeah. He's too old, man, to be around. Like, I Alive. fucking... Yeah. He doesn't see it that way. I think if you're him, you're kind of like... He always wanted to die in the ring. He said it. Yeah. His retirement where he's like, I'm, I'm not... Yeah, I'm not retiring. I'm here to announce that I'm never retiring. <laughs> I'm going to die in this ring. So maybe that's what he's going for. But no, I mean, I hate to even joke about that. Uh uh, but I, uh, Ric Flair around all those other dudes, he's he, immunocompromised. Like, it's not, it's not fucking, it's not, it's not worth it. You know, even if they're testing people, somebody, you know, we know Corona's going around WWE. It's a, it's a, it's, it's kind of a bummer. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I wonder if <laughs> it's kind of <laughs> fucked up. Like, if he does, like, if he does get Corona and passes away, if like right before he dies, he'll like stutter step when he's not going to and then like and fall over he does a flare pop <laughs> he does a flare pop that- <laughs> i'm not changing my lifestyle i'm four or five women i'm not changing my lifestyle <laughs> i'm five or six feet away every day of my life yes, i'm fine i'm fine boom yeah. <laughs> <It's> the- <laughs> I'll, I'll be six feet away when i'm six feet in the ground Woo! Kaboom. Yeah, you no, can't do a good flop. Um, I don't have a flare flop sound sound mm-hmm. drop. Okay, anyway, but yeah, no, sound I don't drop. know. But my point is that uh, you know, it's just it's a, it's a slight bummer. It gets me a little nervous. Anyway, we'll focus more on AEW and NXT on the bonus episode. Uh, 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 I'll I'll record that with Tulo tomorrow. I'm mm-hmm. sure this Tulo is back. By the way, he already texted me. I'm watching wrestling again. He took one week off because honestly, the real lose rocked him. You know, I know uh, he was rocked by that. He's gone away with his his wealth of riddle merch. So, so I think he was pretty bummed. But I'm yeah. I'm glad he's back watching wrestling again. I do. Aren't believe we all? You can't hold people's bad behavior in wrestling against the art. It, it's 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 sometimes that's hard to do. But uh, mm-hmm. if you did that, you wouldn't listen to music or watch any movies. Um, all right. Everybody, thanks for listening to the show this week. I appreciate it. Listen, uh, support us. Patreon.com slash means wrestling. Uh, check out our The Cow Movie Club. Uh, if you're not, it's a fun. If you're quarring, watching these movies are a blast. They're movies you would, some of them, some of them you would watch. Some of them you would never watch. Plus, we give recommendations of stuff to watch when you're on the couch. Stuff we dig, stuff we didn't dig. Um, and we watched My Spy this week, which is free. That was supposed to be a big blockbuster movie, and it's for free on Amazon. Well, not free, but, you know. The cost of uh, well, it goes Prime. towards Aaron's uh, Aaron's household. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So give them, give them Amazon, my spy bonus. <laughs> my spy watching my spy feeds Aaron is what I'm saying. Yes, and I need I need food. She's feed hungry. me more. Feed me She's more. Mm-hmm. Feed me more. A little Ryback for yeah, you. A yeah. Throwback. To, yeah. To Ryback. I'm, I'm emulating. I'm becoming Ryback. I'll be coming, becoming, coming. Feed me more right back. All right, everybody. Thanks for listening to the show. And uh, everybody, keep watching wrestling. Cheers up. Kissing. Comedians of wrestling. I listen on Wednesday. When I go to work. <laughs> <laughs> This has been a UCB Comedy production. Check out our other shows on the UCB Comedy Podcast Network.